All right. Well, we have a we have another special episode here, and um, if you listen to the last episode, um, I'm over here looking at my wall. Actually, if you listen to two weeks ago, um, you know we we had Braz on, and Braz was um, the first the first um, um, the first interview I had for the magazine. Well, the second interview I had for the magazine was Brian and. I got in touch with Brian through Braz. So it was just this very cool uh, uh, connection um, that they have and that um, um, Braz was set, told me like, man, I'm pretty sure he'd be willing to do this and I think he'd be a great guest for you. And um, turns out it was an amazing story. Um, we, we had a great conversation. We talked for almost two hours uh, for the interview itself. Um, so we have Brian Grace back, and I'm uh, I'm very excited for this follow-up, man. Thank you for doing this, sir. Thank you, man. Pleasure to be here. Happy to do it. And um, I, I don't remember last time. I think it was print. We didn't we didn't actually get to. We actually didn't record. Well, I mean, you recorded it for right. for writing purposes. But yeah, so I'm I'm excited to to kind of just have everybody be able just to kind of hear our uh, flow of conversation and yeah, uh, yeah. Just, just how we kind of get down. So it's good. So I really enjoyed uh enjoyed our conversation last time, and I'm. Excited to talk about it, man, because it was very, uh, you know, it was very therapeutic, and it was, you know, it was, it was very interesting for me to kind of go back through that and, yeah. and 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 kind of walk you through the entire story from start to where yeah. I'm at today. So yeah, it was yeah yeah yeah, it was, man, it was very sure. interesting, man. I'm glad, man, and and that's the thing. That's the funny thing about like these interviews and um, and then like these follow up conversations that I've had is that, um, you know in general it ends up being a conversation regardless of which like if it's your first time doing this or your second time on the pod um or whatever it is it always ends up being a conversation because you're also sitting across from a step parent you're not just sitting across from someone who like doesn't really know what they're talking about or you, you know right. what i mean so yeah um so i i think that that also helps that it, it's it's two steps whether that's a child or parent or whatever going back and forth with this. And then also like, <laughs> you know, from your, your radio days, man, I've also have been very fortunate enough to have people who want to talk. Like yeah. it sucks when you get through, go through like 10 questions and it's like, all right, we're 20 minutes in on like a hour long conversation right. we're supposed to have. Yeah. So. They're just giving you one word answers, not, you know, not divulge anything, not exactly anything. Exactly. Yeah, nothing, tough. nothing there. It's like, all right, man. What was the point of like, why? why? Yeah, like we like, come on, why? <laughs> all right, man. So I'm, you know, man. I, I, I remember our conversation, and I was reading through your story again, and, mm. um, you know, one of the things that always stuck out to me with your with your story was always um, that balance that you almost had to have internally. That, but at the same time it hurts you internally to have this balance with your stepdad and your stepmom. And what I mean by hurt is that like you were taught, you always talked about this Brian that you put out, you know? And it was like, okay, well, like it, it's almost like, like you were having to weigh them back and forth and then it just got too much. And you were like, man, I can't keep doing this. Mm -hmm. And then, and then fast forward now, you know, like, uh, you're just like, hey, this is it. Take it or leave it, you know? Right. 
how 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 did how did all how did those how did that like influence you know this Brian Grace that we see now? Well, I think like you said, it's it's just that when you even even when you were kind of talking through the question just now, I was kind of thinking like, damn, it's it's so crazy because I do remember when I felt like that. You know what I mean? Where mm-hmm. where I felt like kind of had to be this way with this person or right. do this with that person or kind of be a certain type of way to where now it is nowadays, man, to be honest with you, that's not even like something that, that pops into my head like that. Like, right. it's just, like you said, I, I feel like I've been able to, to do such a great job at almost conditioning myself. You know what I mean? It's kind of yeah. like working out, you know what yeah. I mean? In, in the beginning, it's, it's difficult to kind of just, um, just fully kind of lean into yourself and who you are and, and not be ashamed of it, and I mean, shit. There, there, there is still some time. I'm sorry if I'm not. No, you're fine. Okay, cool. we're good. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> no, so I mean, like, there might be times where I'm like, shit, like, uh, like, I, like I'm not perfect, and uh, maybe, maybe I may be hard on myself or feel like I got to be a certain type of way, but it's never for, uh, pleasing other people. Of course, I get self conscious. Of course, uh, second guess myself, but it's almost like finding comfort in that. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. To me, as somebody for so many years who, like you said, spent so much time almost just being uh, being somebody for other people, you know, e- even in, uh, you know, beyond just uh, step parent relationships, just yeah. even in other relationships in life, friendships, romantic relationships, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It it just really gets exhausting. So I'm almost at the point now to where it's like, damn, it's it's almost easier for me to just be myself. Than to like yeah. spend all this energy and trying to be somebody else and, and people pleasing and then that's really been something that my therapist and I have just been going hard at the past couple of months is just the people pleasing. I think that 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 is really like one of those uh, one of the the big pillars. Which you know I, I when I when we when me and my, my when my therapist and I talk about it, yeah. one of those things that comes from directly from my you know parent parent relationships that parent relationships of mm-hmm. just feeling like I had to always kind of be the one to make things right no matter what. Right. Uh, kind of got always, you know, if situ- situations were tense, so then I got to be the one to kind of lighten the mood or ease yes. things up. So yeah. yeah, just that people pleaser is just is definitely kind of evolved through my life and it's something that now that I still really struggle with. And it's something that, that uh, ironically, it's come up in work a lot recently. Really? So that's why I say it's been something that's kind of like presented itself to for me to kind of work on and, and it's just kind of the next step in, in this kind of just, you know, ongoing evolution that I'm, that I'm kind of going through. But yeah, like you said, just going through all of that and, and searching for that and wanting that balance, searching for it. And now just kind of figuring out how to do it. It is, it, you know, it's all connected. It's all linked together. Yeah. And I, and I, it's, it's a work in progress, just like we all are, um, you know, by no means have I mastered it by no means. And am I always just, you know, locked in there. There are times right. where I, I may be going through it or whatever and might deviate back. But, you right. know, that's that's always kind of like the centerpiece. And now I have the playbook. I know what I need to do to get back to that space. So it, it's a lot easier when I do kind of get off track. No, I, I like that, man. And, you know, you so, you, you know, you talked about like you talked about, uh, you know, these, these these different these different things like you talked about work and relationships and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And and you know when we had our conversation, you know obviously you were in, um, you were in a different place with, you know a few of those things, and 
um, you know, I like to talk about, uh, I like to talk about those things. Um, and so before we do though, like, you know, one of the things that you, you and I talked a lot about in our conversation was therapy and how much, you know, it, it really helped you, how much it really helped yeah. you to, um, you know, find yourself for, you know, for lack of a better phrase, maybe, um, man. And it's great to hear that you're still doing it, you know? So, oh, yeah. um, I, I love for you to just speak a little bit about how, um, how much therapy has just kind of meant to you over these last, what, two, three years now, four years? Yeah. Well, I mean, really on, on and off since like 20, 2016, Oh, okay, yeah. Um, so yeah, not not straight through the six years, but you know, I guess uh, if you were to add them all up, it'd probably be around about like four years of right. of therapy, man. But yeah, like you said, uh, for yeah, for about the last three years, I've been seeing the the same therapist that um that I've been seeing now, and it's yeah. man, it's been everything because like you know, just kind of how we talked about it in in the last in, in the first write up that you did about me, right? Um, just kind of going through this very dr- uh, dramatic. Uh, transitional period in my life yeah. at the time, you know what I mean, and, yeah. and just helping me through that and kind of, man, he he was he just kind of saw me through it, you know what I mean, just kind of like that that guide and and that help and, yeah. and during that whole time that was that was difficult, but it you know I look back at it now and I'm like, just because it, I feel so far removed from it, right, of right. just how difficult it was, but it was very difficult at the time, yeah. And um and yeah that definitely my therapist was one of the the key figures in that and and even now you know what I mean like I say when when things come up it's just it's almost like a temperature check you know what I yeah. mean because yeah I'm I'm extremely blessed to have the circle of people that I do in my life so I know that that if I, if I go to to people and ask for their honest opinion you know if I go to Brad's if I go to my girl if I go to whoever mm-hmm. and ask for their honest opinion they're gonna give it to me but I also understand that it's gonna come. In, in the lens of they're in my corner. Right. You know what I mean? So so for me, especially with, with like, I, I like to talk about work a lot with uh, with my therapist and, and just that is, is really good because I almost feel like it's, it's a good temperature check. You know what yeah. I mean? Because sometimes I have to go, something might piss me off during the week. You know what I mean? And I'll <laughs> hold on to it and then I get to therapy and, and I'm like, I'll explain <laughs> it to him. And I'm like, yo, so what do you think? Like, am I, you know, like, am I bugging or do I have a beef? And he's just, yeah, yeah. you know, and then he'll he'll do the therapist thing where they ask you one question that you don't really expect for them to ask you. And then it's kind of like, huh, what does that question mean? But then that question really leads you back to some old deep-rooted shit that you told him uh, two years ago <laughs> that you don't even remember. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's not like that, that that trauma is coming up right now. Don't you agree? And I'll be like, damn, I didn't even think of that. Like, I had totally forgot about yeah, that. And, yeah. You know, so so it's, it's that good temperature check to kind of um to kind of help me connect the dots. You know what yeah. I mean? That, that's uh that, that's what it is. We're, we're all our own artists, but that's what I kind of say. Like, I like, I like to explain as my therapist of just like, I'm the artist and I'm painting the picture, but you know, sometimes I don't know exactly how to shade that in. I don't know exactly how to do that. So he just yeah. might guide me in the right direction and, and seeing certain things from a different perspective. And um, yeah, that that's just, it's, it's been such a huge um, assist, man, such a huge uh, support, such a huge thing to have uh, yes. kind of in my corner there, man. It's, it's been invaluable and I'm just so, 
So blessing. And shout out to them, man, because like I said, in going through that transitional period, I had lost my job, man. And right. I in right. Turn, there was a lot my, going on. Yeah, I lost my job and then I had lost my insurance with, right. with my job. And I even remember like, you know what I mean? Like kind of just kind of one of those moments where because that was one of the things too, right? Where it was it's always hard for me to ask for help. And I remember like explaining to, to my therapist and to the to the lady on the phone, I was like, Hey, like, look, man, I lost my job. But I I need this, yeah. like, like please don't please don't try to fuck me on the on, <laughs> on the charges, like yeah. And, and yeah. they they actually just came back and they said, you know what, what whatever you were paying the copay with, with your insurance, we'll just keep it as that, you know what I mean? That's and, what's and up, do man. that, and it's just kind of like man, like even that, you know what I mean? Just those those yeah, little things where it just yeah, it it just it means the world to me, and it's been such a huge uh, assist and help for me throughout yeah. it all. Yeah, that's nuts, man. Um, so I, I, I have a couple parallels, I guess, that I, I maybe have found, uh, mm-hmm. and I'd, I'd love to talk to you about those if, if you're okay with that. Yeah, yeah. And go for if it. there's anything in there that you don't, you know, like just hits you a different way, please just tell me, okay? Cause oh, yeah, this man, is me just like, book, man. It's yeah, good. I know you are. I know you are. Yeah. Uh, so one thing that, you know, as I was reading through your story again and just kind of, you know, uh, our conversation last time, um, you know, we we talked about how you bounced around between your your uh, stepmom and stepdad. Well, you know, your biological mom and your biological dad's house is basically mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Um, and you kind of just ping ponged always, and then, <clears throat> man, I couldn't help but notice how you ping ponged, you know, all the way back to Oakland. You know. You started in Oakland, and then you went to Fresno for your degree, and then you tried to be in Fresno for a bit. That didn't work out you know, like the way you thought it would, and then you went to L.A., and then L.A. didn't work out like you kind of thought it would, and then you had to, and you came back to Oakland to your foundation. And, you know, when you were younger, you kind of ping-ponged back and forth until, you know, you you went back to your, your mom, your biological mom, and you're like, all right, this is going to be home base until I figure out my, ne- my next step, you know? Um, do you think there's anything related there in terms of um, how when you were younger you were ping ponging and then um, it wasn't until you actually did go back home back back to the city you know uh, as, and from like the flip side from when you were older? Yeah, for sure. I think um, I think that 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 that's all how it was written out, right? Have you have you have you ever read the book The Alchemist? I man, you are like the fifth person to tell me that, and I have not. So, oh uh, damn! So I, I don't even want to see. No, 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 I, it's I, okay. I go ahead. I don't want to spoil it for you. No, okay, no. So yeah, the classic. The, so the, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. The, the Alchemist is one of my favorite books, and I'm sorry anybody listening. Spoiler warning, but this is one of my favorite books. I, I've read it so many, and so many pivotal points in my life. I've read this book, and it's mm-hmm. kind of really helped me stay on course and get back and get back on track. So essentially. The Alchemist is, is a story of this this young boy, and he kind of goes on this this journey, this path that he didn't even necessarily think of, right? It mm-hmm. wasn't even something that popped into his head until right. it was kind of proposed to him. It was this chance encounter that he had that right. with this other person, and kind of told him about the universe and just if if you put purpose behind what you do, things will happen. <clears throat> And he sets out and he looks for this treasure, right? And through yeah. throughout his journey through this treasure, he has some of the highest highs and he has the lowest of lows right. throughout this. 
and he goes to find the treasure. And ironically, one of my favorite things that I love about the book is so ironic. It's like, and it's a big spoiler. Like I said, so if y'all haven't read it and you want to read it, I'm sorry, just speed forward a little bit. <laughs> throughout his journey, he and there, like I said, there's no map, right? Right. And, and there, there's this reoccurring figure who's just kind of like, yo, there's no map, but you have to follow your heart. Yeah. Spiritual guidance. Treasure. Right. Right. Yeah. So he's kind of going through this journey, and. He goes all around the world mm-hmm. on the, on pursuit for his treasure. Like I say, he goes through all kind of shit. At one point, he he stops at a glass shop and he really loves working at the glass shop. And he's even like, "Man, I'm done looking for my treasure. I'm gonna just work at the glass shop for the rest yeah. of my life. I like it here. This is cool." Yeah. But then some some other shit happens, and he's like, "Okay, I gotta get out the glass shop. Yeah. Keep going." At the end of the book, where he finally gets to his treasure. It's the same place he was at when the book started. Right, yep. Yep. Wow. So he went through all of that, right, yeah. just to come back to where he started. Yeah. So that's why a lot of ways, and to me personally, I'd be like, I'm the alchemist. I'm Santiago, right? Because yeah. I kind of, that's how I feel, right? I, I, I like left out with a purpose, didn't even really realize what it was. Mm-hmm. Purpose was totally misguided at times. Had yeah. some of the highest highs, had the lowest lows. Yeah, to come back home and kind of like you say, find that treasure and realize that just the treasure was me. The treasure was is peace. The treasure is um, just kind of being as present in the moment as you For can sure. be. So yeah, yeah, man. That, that's that's kind of what I look at. I I think it all just is is a part of how how it was written. You know what I mean? I yep. definitely think that. Just the bouncing around as a kid really made me search for um, a home, yeah. right? In in all these other places, and I don't yeah. just mean like a home, like a physical house. I mean like that feeling of home, Family, right? Friends, so yeah, so yeah. So you're looking for that in a job, you're looking for that in a friendship, you're looking for that in a relationship, right? You know, and kind of going through all of that to coming back to where it all started and really being like, oh, it it. It's actually already here. It's inside yeah. of me. I just have to tap into it. I can't. Right. I can't get it from other people. So that that's just kind of like the whole, you know, full full circle, man. It's just it's it's just a full circle thing. No, I hear you, man. I hear you. And and you brought up a good point about like how like you know you got to find that within yourself. Mm-hmm. How much of that have you had to battle within within yourself? Where it's like, hey, like I'm responsible for my happiness, like. My girlfriend yeah. can't give it to me. My mom can't give it to me. You know, my friends can't give it to me. Like, work can't give it to me. These materialistic things can't give it to me. A fourth warrior championship can't give it to me. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, what? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, 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 how does how does that journey kind of progressed over the years? Yeah, it's tough, man. Like I said, I still go through it sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. even like I said with work, sometimes I'll go and tell my therapist like yo i'm pissed they, this person said this or this happened and this is this is how i feel about this and and you know and he's just kind of like well okay that's that's that sounds about right man that's that's, that's work brother he's like you know that's work brother you got to only thing you can do is is control your reactions you know yeah, what i mean yeah. like yeah. he's like yeah if they they said what they said but also you got to say what you say right understanding like, that and then right. just let that be what it is you know what i mean so it's yeah. just it's it's definitely been something that it's 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 a work in progress but like you said it's it is something that you know to always remember like that ultimately i am responsible right i can't control no other situations 
but I can only control how I react to it. You know what I mean? Sometimes I really be really trying my best with, with the patience and trying to be patient and yeah. just, just be more patient in all areas of my life. But that's what sometimes I have to, I, I forget which book it was, but I was reading the book and it was saying how like, um, the universe is not in a rush. You are, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, damn, you know, that's you, deep you, right there. You, man. you, you get upset because you're hitting every red light or the person in front of you driving slow, and it's like, where are you going? Like you're the only one yeah. in a rush. Yeah, like just be where you're supposed to be, cause you, cause that's exactly where you're supposed to be in that moment. Like yeah. don't, you don't always have to rush, and that's why I feel like sometimes for me, I just can get very, um checklist brain where it's like okay do this do this do this do this do this do this where i'm just running trying to run through everything versus just being like oh you know what man i'm not even i feel like i've done that a lot with work lately and it's 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 oddly it's just kind of yielded these great results because i with work i used to always feel like okay i have to hit a certain number um by the end of the week Mm -hmm. so every day i gotta hit a certain number and it's just going hard and you know what i mean after a few months of that just started really feeling burnt out on it and I was like, man, I'm going to just go with the flow, man. I'm going to just have a day where I'm not mentally tracking everything that I'm right. doing, and right. I'm going to just work. And, yeah. you know, it'd be the days where it's like some of my best performances, and it'd be like, <laughs> damn, like yeah. it was, didn't even feel like I worked hard, where them days where I'm really just kind of like grinded out and yeah, get you're it done. In. Yeah, yeah so, so it's kind of like that of just trying to remember to be in the flow. Now, I say that to say that I struggle with it too. You know what I mean? Like right. it's it's hard. It's something that right. I am really working at, and I'm really trying to to get better at. But you know, it's just just getting the game reps. It's, it's all about uh, playing. I kind of have this ongoing analogy with with my therapist, and that is just like you know, life is kind of like a video game, yeah. and, and, yeah. and it's and it's me. I'm, I'm I'm I like I like to play the old games. Like I'm more of a retro gamer than anything nowadays. Yeah. So it's like in playing some of these old Nintendo games and Sega games, I'm realizing it's not like the games, video games today, where they will guide you to how to get through the level and pass the level. Mm-hmm. Them games back in the day, you had to fail four or five times before you even knew how to get to the end of the level, right? Before you even knew what button to press, how to, what timing to do. So that's what me and my therapist we always say: like, yo, life is like a video game. You got to learn. Sometimes you're gonna have to you're gonna have to fail the level four or five six times before you even know what the end of the level look like and know mm-hmm. what skills to do to get there. So and then you get those skills and then you take it to the next level. So it's just all about building on top of each other and that and that's just kind of where I'm at now. That's that's those are the things I'm working on, the patience, the people pleasing mm-hmm. and um cuz I whatever whatever is the next level in life, whatever is the next level in my video game, I'm gonna need them cuz they they're they're popping up a lot in life right now, so I'm like, yeah. okay, I'm gonna need these skills for the next level, so let me really try to like hone in and work on these things. I got you. I got you. I like that. Um, you know, so you've talked about work quite a bit and you know, yep. in our in in our conversation, you know, we talked about how that was something that was really, you know, it was really messing with your mental, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I I love for you to I love for you to talk about uh, I love for you to talk about how, you know, how how that's how that's helped you, how work has been an outlet for you. Um, and, um, you know, even when we were talking, we, you had talked about how, when we had our, our discussion, you know, you had talked about how, man, I've gone, I've been going through a few interviews and it's just like, it's just not hitting. 
So and now yeah. like I'm you know I'm glad and I'm I'm happy to see that you have found something. So um, you know how how was that mental just kind of worked over the last what eighteen months or so? Yeah, it's man, it's been it's been great. Like I said, it was it was a it was a long stretch there throughout the pandemic for me where just. I just couldn't, man. It was it was nothing. I, I was getting felt like I was getting to that final stage in the interview process. Yes. With so many companies and then just kinda like, nah, sorry, we're gonna go a different direction. And yes. Um, and then just and honestly, man, just kind of coming off my previous work experience working at an agency, social media, kinda in the entertainment space, having such a negative um kind of experience with that yeah i was like no bro never again never will i apply with a social media agency uh spoiler alert i work at a social media agency now <laughs> but, so, but like i'm saying you know what i mean i had just kind of gotten like i'm not gonna say desperate but it was one of those things where i was just kind of like okay well let me see let me see what they about let me yeah. see what they they seem cool seems you know you know i feel like all the companies now give you the language of, you know, supporting, inclusive environment and yeah. this and that. But nah, man, when I tell you that my company uh, doubled down and really stands on that shit, and that's one of the things that I love about them, it's, it's so good. So honestly, man, I say all that to say that where I'm at in life today, I honestly don't think that there could be a better like job for me to have. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just, just yeah. because I feel like that... Even in even in the ways that makes me uncomfortable, right? I feel like that that's the thing, the main thing that I don't like about my job. Obviously, just from feeling like um, I I would love to just have more uh, control of my own schedule, but of course, the the main thing about work that I feel like it pushes me out of my comfort zone a lot, right? right. So then just in inherently the I get I get irritated because I'm like, damn man, <laughs> it's not comfortable for me. It's not easy for me. So I got to go find a. Hey, but I'm I'm figuring out now that just as I'm continuing to be pushed out of my comfort zone, it's like, oh, every time, mm -hmm. um, we coming out good, like yeah. we we figuring it out and we yeah. killing it, and it's almost like, uh, it's just such a confidence builder for me on for so sure. many levels, just to kind of be like, okay, this is this is uncomfortable, this is new for me, but versus just kind of you know getting small and falling back, I'm just kind of like, all right, we're just gonna go. We mess it up. We mess it up. Yeah. If we kill it. We kill it. So it just, and it's, it's just really, it's really yielded some, some really good results. But, but work, work has been great. It's been good so far, man. Like I said, it's obviously just, you know, the, the work is the work. Uh, social media is, is tough sometimes. Sometimes I think just very much how, like my mental space and where I'd be trying to be mentally, mm -hmm. um, just working in social media. I don't think that that serves me sometimes just cause I'd yeah. be so just done with being online and yeah. My job just definitely calls for me to be online, and it's, it's weird. I was talking to a friend of mine who also works in social media, and she and we were just kind of talking about how how we be wanting to unplug so badly sometimes, but it almost feels like, yeah. but damn, if I unplug for two or three days, I didn't miss two or three news cycles online. I'm gonna be yeah. so out of the loop when I go back to work. Yep. So it's kind of, you know it'd be tough to kind of be like, man, I, I need to unplug sometimes and. But then also being like, man, I, I want to stay, you know, in the know and locked in of what's going on. Yeah. But even with that, I feel like my company, they're, they're very great about, you know, take take some time, you know, get yeah. don't don't just doom scroll, do do something else. I remember just li little <clears throat> little gestures that they do, man. I remember uh, uh, a few weeks back, just the, the tragedy in Texas, the shooting that yeah. that happened. Yes. They, you know, they just kind of came on and, you know, because obviously 
by that point, we're in social media. All of our clients, we're not going to post anything, you know what I mean? Because while this tragedy is going on. So just, you know, the company just coming in like, hey, this is a heavy day. Y'all log off, take the rest of the day. Yeah. Um, do what you got to do to get your, you know, help your mental. And it's tough. And, you know, even throughout just, you know, I remember throughout that, whenever things happen, they're, they're very good about understanding that we are people at the end of the day. And mm-hmm. I think that's one of the things I appreciate most about yeah working there as I do. I feel like a person, feel like I'm treated as a person. I feel like if I was to give some type of feedback that it would be uh, heard, considered, yes. you know what I mean? So yes. um, where in the past, you know what I mean? I just kind of felt like, you know, kind of working in those dictatorships where it's like, oh, you you could come and have ideas, but ain't no way that shit ain't gonna fly. Like, yeah, man. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah. It, it so get you know what I mean. So, but I do feel like if I was to go to whoever at whatever level in the company and made a suggestion or gave some feedback, you know what I mean, I do right. feel like it'd be well received. So, it's it's been great, and I feel like that it's been good for my mental health. You know what I mean? Like I said, I feel like it's it's, it's pushed me in some ways, and it's you know it's it's been been also helpful in some ways just to I mean shit the the, the money the the stability to be able yeah. to kind of get things back on track you know what I mean after being yeah. unemployed for all that time to be able to get my credit back on track man like just little stuff like that and it is also I feel like it's kind of showed me what I want the future to look like as well oh, so it's, nice. it's also yeah. you know it's also kind of setting me up for what I want to do, what I don't want to do, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? How I really want my life to look. So um, it, it's, it's been such a positive part, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm happy to say that it's been such a positive experience, even in the moments where I may be, you know, frustrated, irritated, yeah. or just tired, you know, social media, there, you know, it'd be times where you have campaigns that are just endless, you know? Yes. So it's just, you just gotta, you just gotta keep your head down and keep going sometimes. I hear you. I hear you. Um, you know, speaking, speaking, continuing to speak about work, you know, you, you know, we talked earlier about the, the, the two Bryans and, you know, like the, you know, putting those masks on. Is that something, excuse me, that you stay conscious of when you are, you know, when you are working that, that like you're staying genuine to yourself, even in how you're managing, you know, your clients and the posts and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, for sure. I, it's, it's something like, like I said, where I'm always like, Am I code switching right now? You know what yeah. I mean? Like even that. Sure. Am I code switching? Am I am I um am I just people pleasing? Am I not, you know, not saying something? So yeah, it's 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 always it's always conscious and I'm always trying to make that conscious effort to right. to just always, you know, be myself and you know, it'd be weird because I I've been talking a lot of slang. I can be very yeah. Uh, you know, just whatever. So it'd be hard sometimes, like when when other people use their slang with me, and I'd be like, "Oh, that's awesome!" But I'd be like, I'd be typing that out, and I'd be like, "Yo, you never fucking say that's awesome. Like, why all of a sudden are you typing it all day? Like, you know what I mean?" And I'm like, "I don't never use that word. Like, well, come on now, say it's dope or whatever you want to yeah. say. Like, you know what I mean?" So yeah, it's, it's it's even little things like that where I feel like you know I kind of call myself out on. And I'm like, no, nah, man, just be yourself. Like, yeah. just, you know, but like I said, again, that's the beautiful thing about that company is everybody is so they're you know, definitely don't feel judged by any of the other right. come um, as you employees. are. Yeah, it's, it's very much, you know, it is, you know, you, you a person, you, you're talented, 
okay, cool. Let's all come be talented and let's yeah. do some great stuff together. Yeah. So you know, it's it's very much it's very much that. So it's 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 a great it's 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 a great situation for me right now. Yeah, great blessing. I love it, man. Definitely. Um. So you know, in 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 this, um, you know, in you kind of finding your yourself and everything that you've gone through with um with um with the moving with you know i mean your whole life basically right yeah. leading yeah. back into back into uh, being in oakland um man i'd love for you to talk about how 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 much music is meant to you because if uh if you go to your place <laughs> it's evident right yeah well for um, now <laughs> for now for now i don't know how much longer that's going to be um but you and I have also talked, you know, you and I have also messaged a little bit about, about, um, about music and how much, um, you know, how your ear is always to the floor with music. Um, but more importantly, um, you know, you've also had this, you've also just had this, um, uh, how do I say this, this love that's mm-hmm. been therape- therapeutic. Yeah. Right, For sure. You yeah. talk about how Kendrick's uh, "To Pimp a Butterfly" has always been like is one of your favorite albums. Um, mm-hmm. So how how has music kind of just changed over the years for you, man? And how how have you how have your taste changed from you know when you were younger, and then you know everything you went through as a stepchild um, to you moving around through California and you know and then like back here. Yeah, well, I think that for me early on, um. Music. I I don't even think I understood the like what like what it was doing for me. You know what I mean. I just knew that I enjoyed it. I enjoyed yeah. listening to it. You know what I mean. I remember when I was a kid, I was such a big Tupac fan. You know what right. I mean. Like right. I, I was Tupac. I was Tupac out. Tupac everything. Um. You know. I think part of it was because he just he was from the west. He represented the West Coast. Right. So tough. You know what I mean. I thought thought it was cool, but it was just for me throughout life, man. Music has been some of my my like biggest inspirations you know what i mean right yeah 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 and and not only in that is it's just as i'm looking back right i'm about to be uh 35 in a couple weeks so it's like when i look back now at certain songs i hear certain songs and it's gonna it's gonna automatically bring me back to memories you know what i mean so now in life is 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 fun and whether it's good or bad memories it, it is fun to kind of just put the shuffle on sometimes mm-hmm. and just hear the random songs and then just be like, oh, man, like I, I remember like riding my bike to this song. Like there's there's specifically, man, whenever I listen to Dr. Dre's uh, Chronic 2001, because I, I remember listening to that album on the first time I was uh, using my mom's Walkman and I remember I was riding the bike ironically, to the house I live in today, to my grandmother's house, from my mom's house. Yes. And I remember I was riding my bike, listening to the album, and I remember I had actually, like, rode around the neighborhood so I could finish the album before I got <laughs> to the house. Nice. The bike ride was a quick bike ride. Right. But, yeah, I, like, so, you know what I mean? Every time I listen to that album, that memory pops into my head. Right. You know what I mean? So, right. along with just being some of my biggest, like, inspirations throughout life, now it's almost like that timestamp. You know what I mean, and and For that's sure. that that is just in something like good and bad. I tell people like uh, I know we talk people when we talk about like Kendrick Lamar albums and always getting an argument because 
for whatever reason, To Pimp a Butterfly is not a like well-received album amongst Kendrick's like fan mm-hmm. base. So it's kind of like, it's always an argument that I have with people. Mm-hmm. And then people always tell me like, oh, what about Damn? And I'd be like, yo, for me, low-key, Damn is like one of my least favorite Kendrick Lamar albums. And people always kill me for it. But I'm like, also for that, when Damn came out, I was in a really fucked up place in life. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's only like bad <laughs> memories associated with that album for me. Like, that I remember, like, my follow-up I, I remember, you know what I mean? Crying in traffic on the 405, listening to that album, like being just mad depressed. You know what I mean? Right. So when I hear it now, that's what I think. I'd be yeah. like, I don't want this song remind me of when I was depressed. Yeah, like, man, man, fuck Kendrick. Like, <laughs> yeah, so that's why I'd be like, yo, I don't want to listen to that. I don't, I don't go back and listen to damn like that because yeah. it's not, you know, it just reminds me of a tough time. And, and you know, but but yeah, it's just it's it, it's it's the timestamps and like I said, just some of the biggest inspirations. I just remember one of my favorite things about Jay-Z when I was a kid, one of my initial things that made me like made him one of my favorites was that his his personality, his confidence, his belief in himself, his his oh, you don't believe in me, fine, and I'm gonna go do it because I think that um I had always strived for that. You know what I mean? I think I definitely had it as a kid. I just didn't acknowledge it for whatever reason. But just that that belief in that, you know, just kind of the sometimes the audacity, right? That's what I always like about some of my favorite artists. I feel like I'd be like, damn, like, them, them niggas be having the audacity to go do that, bro. <laughs> like, I love it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just to go Jay-Z and just go say some wild stuff. Yeah. Tyler will go put out an album like Igor. Even like, you know, the audacity to just do something crazy. Like, even I mean, people killing Drake. The Drake show, I listened to that Drake album this morning, bro. It's not as bad as people say, but <laughs> just even Drake doing something off kilter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, like, yes. I'm the biggest rapper in the world. I'm just going to drop a dance album. You yeah. know what I mean? So, <laughs> like, just just even that, I'm like, yo, like, I love that, the audacity, the, the you know, just the, 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 the will, the gall to go do something. I think that's dope. And now it's dope to me as, as, as an adult to kind of hear them as they're maturing and, and moving on, as, as they're getting older and hear how in their music, they're just kind of like, oh, man, that was such a front. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I was just, yeah. I was kind of fake it till you make it, you know yeah. what I mean? But just the ego and whatnot. So it's 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 dope, man. It's it's, it's music is is probably one of the biggest inspirations in my life, man. Like, no no matter what, it, it's just uh, it's always there, and it's it's just like I said, there's so many memories associated with certain songs and yeah. albums, and just it's just all oh, it's just it's such a it's a beautiful thing, man. It's the in my opinion, the highest form of expression. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like just not only with humans, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just vibrational, you know what I mean? Animals, yeah. everybody can feel music. So it's, it's, to me, it's just one of those things where it's like, uh, you know, I'm a spiritual person, man. It, it, it's yes. some shit like straight through the universe, you know? And yeah. you talked about the Kendrick thing, man. I think that's a lot of what that album is, is not even him. It's, it's, it's him healing, but it's also him speaking allowing uh kind of just the universe to speak through him and, and mm-hmm. where he's at and how he's feeling and just you know what I mean and I For think sure. that in its in its true essence right I think that's what that's what music is and that's why people look at yeah. like those early days of hip hop and before like radio and all of that got involved it's yeah. like no like this is the 
it, this is coming from a place where it's just so pure and just people are just mm-hmm. on, right? Just kind of how I talked about just being in the flow. Mm-hmm. When artists are just in the flow, you hear it in the music. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just uh, super. Sorry about that, Ram. No, no, you no, asked man. Music I love questions, it. So you should have known. I was no, no, no. I well, I I purposely asked because I knew because now I got yeah. two follow ups. So we're still going to the topic. Oh um, yeah. Um, on, on a side note, man, my, my favorite my favorite track on "To Pimp a Butterfly" is "If These Walls Could Talk" because that man, it's a deep record. My goodness, yeah. Um, and one of the best, just musically, one of the best uh drops that drop at the top of the song where it just the beat comes in. It's mm-hmm. just in the um I forget who sings the hook. I don't know if it's Anna Wise or someone else, but whoever it is, the way she just comes in and it's just. Yeah, it hits your ear differently. Beautiful, beautiful man. song. That um, album is just perfection. <laughs> perfection, um, man. How would you say your ear has grown over the years? Because personally, for me, like, like you know, I love like the the dance and the you know, like the the you know, like I guess the more mainstream maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I mean, when, and when I mean mainstream, like I obviously like obviously like. Like I love J. Cole, like you know, but he he is obviously mainstream, but he's he's a mainstream where like you're not gonna play this in the club, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, it's it's a different. I mean, I, they play Cole in the club though. Every now and then, man. Like, yeah. no, but like his like, I when I think of when I think of when I think of J. Cole, I think of mm-hmm. someone who like you like you want like you drift away to right. Like, I love lighting up a cigar and I'll put on Cole and I'm like. Hell yeah! Like, let me just vibe right. right now, you know. Right. Um. But like, I, but like my 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 taste has changed, and don't get me wrong. Like I, like, I love me some like 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 pop smoke every now and then. You know what I mean? Just like it, but because it just it, it hits you differently. How would you yeah. say your ear has changed over the years, or has it changed over the years? Oh man, I for sure have the old man ears. <laughs> for sure, bro. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, man. I have old man ears when it comes to the rap. Yeah, like, I be like, damn, like I I remember being like, you know, a teenager and like for real fighting with people about the about Eminem and yes. fighting with people about the music that I listen to, and it's yeah, it's so crazy to see. It's like, oh, it's just happening again, right? You see the teenagers now, yeah, it's fighting for those artists. It was funny because I was I was in the uh, it's so crazy, man. I I listen to. I can't. I just can't do with the. Uh, I can do a little bit, but I just can't do too much of the, the killing and the just the all that energy, man. That yeah. should be too much for me, bro. Because especially the world we live in, it's kind of like, man, I, I can't listen to that because because y'all niggas is really doing it. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> like I don't, like I don't want to hear about you, and then I gotta go see you in court. <laughs> and they pulling up your lyrics about how you didn't you, you spun the block on somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like you know, like that. I it, it's one of those things where I'm like, I appreciate it because I appreciate the art allowing these people that outlet and allowing them the the potential mm-hmm. opportunity to escape that 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 life that they live. But for sure, man, I'm I'm definitely. I call it I call it lifestyle rap. And you talk about the video content. If if I make any video next, it would be like just about that. Uh, it's more so lifestyle rap. So it's very much just it's very close to kind of like the life I live, man. So mm-hmm. it's it's like a lot of currency where he's just talking about chilling, smoking weed. Yeah. Um, Larry June is just kind of grown into one of my favorite artists now, because as he he just really be on his you know 
his thing is is healthy, organic. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I'm gonna go, I'm, I'm gonna go for a jog and then go count my money at the end at the afterwards yeah. type type of music. Yeah. So I, I definitely lean more so that way. And honestly, man, I listen. To, I'm listening. To, oh, I have my I have my old playlist and yep. just my library and stuff set up. So a lot of times it's just old. You know, I'm going back. I, I listen to still listen to a lot of old Tyler albums, man. Mm-hmm. I'm I was listening to Call Call Me If You Get Lost in the Gym this morning. So just a lot of a lot of old projects that I really like is just yeah. what I go back to. It's every now and then I'll get the the new music, it just doesn't it doesn't stick to me as much. I, I honestly will say that out of all of the recent albums that have stuck to me that I've gone back to the most, I will say it is kind of shocking because at the time I didn't care for the album, but it's probably Kanye's Donda. I, I oh, go yeah. back to Donda often. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I hear that. Um, yeah. uh, you know, um, on a side note, have you have you listened to Corday? I did. I I gave it one listen. Yeah. And I was a little underwhelmed just because his first project, I was really, I, I really enjoyed his first project. I was, I, that, I, apparently that's the common thread here. I, I, I actually came into it on this, the bird's eye view, mm. and I loved it. Yeah, I loved it. And then I, 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 I did listen to that that first one, and I'm like, oh, okay, I can, I can see if you started with that one and then you went here, like, mm. yeah, yeah. It's just, it's, it's just he kind of, you know, he just. And I don't say that, you know, I don't think he regressed or anything like no, that because no, no. yeah. he's rapping on that album. But it was just I think he, he just kind of came out the gate so strong. And I yeah. think that's the that's the the other thing, too. Right. Where I don't think it's, it's always fair as music fans that we hold artists to their 100%. first album. Right. Because you have however many years of your life to create that album mm-hmm. versus two years after that to create your next project or whatever. You know what I mean? You don't have that much, you don't have that much built up life experience in you that you putting into some art to kind of do that. You know what I mean? That's why the greats are the greats. That's why they've just, every album is, you know, is is great. Progression and a progression and a progression. Yeah. But I think, you know, I think, I think that it'll be, I think Corday (laughs) is one of those artists that will be around for a long time. So Mm -hmm. I do think that um, just kind of all of, Kind of out of criticism, the feedback and all of that, I do think he'll take that, and I think he'll come back and, yeah. you know, I think he he's one of those dude, one of those artists where he's got he's got a classic ability, right? I, mm-hmm. I do think that he he has the ability to make a classic album. Yeah, I, you can tell he's a lyricist. Yeah, you know? yeah, but he also under he also has an ear and he also understands yeah. what's time. gonna sound good as well. So I'm I'm gonna wrap you up and down, and you're yeah. not even gonna realize it because you're grooving. To the to the melody that I got yes. going, so yeah, it's it's, it's yeah. He, he's definitely one of those ones. He said he said on 1985, uh, like D Rose knees. I'm like ooh, <laughs> oof, okay. Yeah, I know sir. that was probably a t- that was probably a tough one for you. Man, it hurt. <laughs> I, I mean, it. it hurt, <laughs> it hurt. But at the same time, I was like, fuck, that's accurate. Like yeah, like uh. Um, so you brought up your YouTube channel, man, and I want to talk about that just for a couple minutes. Uh, okay, yeah. Definitely how are you I on time it. right now? Oh, I'm good. We're okay. good. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, so I was introduced to your YouTube channel, um, you know, as our interview was was going on, and then, yeah. um, you know, the the channel. If if you don't know the channel, it's Be Grace TV, and. Um, Appreciate the plug for sure. Uh, the uh, <laughs> learned that from your girl, who we'll get to in a bit. Uh, oh yeah. And um, but you know, okay. Two things from the channel. One, I noticed the channel 
um, is is literally everything that you've thought about doing in a sense is is brought to life in this channel, right? Yeah. And um, speaking specifically about the music and kind of the analysis that you do, which I love, as you know, um, um, it seems as if it's almost like this. Um, it's, it seems as if it's almost like this other job that you wish you could do. Hmm. Is is that an accurate? One hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent, man. I be, I be so jealous, bro. One of my, one of my clients had a campaign where it was called the Up Next Creator, where what they did was they paid a creator a year's worth of salary so they could quit their job and just go, wow. just go make content. Yeah. And I was like, damn, I would, I would love that. Like, if I could do that, yes, like that would be. You know what I mean? So I think in my head, I'm slowly trying to figure out how to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, I it's, got you. It's something. And I think that's why, you know, because you, you like other people have asked me, like, yo, where's the content? You haven't dropped a video. You only doing stuff now and then. But that's like, for me, it is very much like a job. So it's very hard mm -hmm. uh, just kind of having the schedule I have now and just kind of the responsibilities that I have to, to also like dedicate, you know, the time that I would want to dedicate to it. Yeah. Um. I've tossed around the idea of just kind of like doing some short form stuff, but I don't really like the short form stuff. I like right. to, I like to have a story. I like to sit there for about 10, 15 minutes and kind of take people on a journey Yeah. Uh, with the music. So I, you know, it's one of those, I just, I go back and forth on it. Right. I think I might do some, might, we'll see, but um, yeah, it is something that I definitely just, um, I need to get back to it. Every man, everybody be on. Even my therapist be like, "Yo, why haven't you? Why haven't you done anything?" Like, yeah. it, it is. It is such an amazing outlet for me. But man, I just been tired, bro. I've, just been, like, <laughs> I've been trying to adjust to like work life. You and know hey, this mean? work shit ain't cool, man. I'm like, I bro, like paycheck, but damn, <laughs> man. I remember I was telling my mom the other day. I was like, "Yo, like, understand why you're so tired all the time, bro." Like. Hey, this shit is a lot. Hey, I'll never forget when Natalie hit me up on my way home from work and she was like, Can you stop by and grab XYZ? And I was like, Oh my God, this is why my mom would be like, No. Yeah. I'm cool. No, sorry. Cause and it's crazy, right? Cause it could be something so small. <laughs> so small, but you tired. You like, man, I'm not doing that. Like, no, no. I'm not. No. No. Yeah. No. I'm oh um, 35 years old, man. That takes a lot of effort for me to do that. Like, no, I'm gonna sit at home and do nothing. Like people at work be asking me, like, yo, me, would you do this weekend? I'd be like, nothing. They'd be like, Oh, that sucks. I'd be like, actually, it was hell amazing. no. That was the, yeah, the know, best yeah, weekend. It was actually amazing. Like. So yeah, man, I feel you. Um, so you know, you <laughs> talked about the, you talked a little bit about how the channel is, um, you know, an outlet. It's, it's and dead like, right now, man. You could say call a spade a spade. It's no, dead right it's now. Not I dead. gotta get back Simmer on. Down. It. Um, <laughs> where, but like, you know, how how has it been therapeutic for you? Because it is obviously on uh, on your love for music, right? Like, I mm -hmm. guess, I, 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 that's been the transition of it, right? Um, how how has it been therapeutic for you to like you know do like these analysis videos, and um you know like where where does that kind of stem from? Yeah, I think I think just from like insp inspiration, honestly, just okay. from being inspired. Like like every every single artist, every single song, every every si single piece of thing on my channel is something that 
uh, inspires me, whether it's the the creativity or the actual just art itself. Mm-hmm. It, it inspired me in some type of way, and then and that's why I always in every video I always try to like add in a sentence or two of just like, yeah, this. This 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 is how this resonated with me, you know. Right. Just kind of adding in my own personal touch. I do like to keep it a lot of very focused on the music, and I don't even really like to add in my opinion too too much, unless it's kind of like a theory or something that I have. But mm-hmm. but honestly, man, I I just like to is it's, it's just the inspiration. It's just it's just me, um, just talking through it. You know, I feel like uh, I always be wanting to like. I almost wish I had like another version of me that I could talk to about like <laughs> rap and stuff. Yeah. Cause I'd be, I'd be like, I just, I feel like I just nerd out over the smallest things over the, yeah. the little, the littlest things. And, and just like, like I said, man, I just, the Tyler to call me, if you get lost, one of probably my favorite album to work out to just cause it's so many like little things like, struggling on the elliptical this morning, man. And a certain <laughs> song came on and I was like, okay, let's go. Here just cause go. the beat, the yeah, beat yeah, just yeah. does something to me. So it's just like, it you know it it it's, it's all just it's it's inspiring it's what it's what kind of moves me right and I mean like not for nothing man I feel like it's one of those it's one of those things in life where I just think I'm good at it you know what I mean and yes. I almost don't necessarily care if uh if other people think I'm good at it or not right you know what I mean I definitely appreciate everyone who watches and all of the the positive feedback but it's also like. It, you know, if if someone was to tell me they hate it, I probably wouldn't really give a fuck because I, I really <laughs> yeah. do. Like, I like to watch. Like, right. I go back and watch my videos a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, for sure. You're like, your that's honestly man. at the end of the day, bro. Like, I make them for myself more than <laughs> yeah. any, like for more than anybody else. Yeah, it'd be like honestly, on like honestly, bro. It was just like because I follow all of the 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 people like that in that space on mm-hmm. YouTube, right? That make those type of videos. So for me, like that's where it was made from for me because I was like, yo, nobody's never made, nobody's never really talked about how Rick Ross has put together one of the best discographies in right. rap. Like nobody ever right. talks about uh, how Tyler the Creator has literally, you know, evolved in front of our eyes. I mean, now they have because Tyler's grown into a superstar. But right. just you know, it's just it's just all content that that I want to watch. So. Right. Really, it is along with just being, I guess that's what it is. It's just being inspired and then wanting to watch more content about it. I'm that dude, I'm going to watch a TV show and then I'm going to go on YouTube to watch the breakdown videos. Yeah. And that's kind of like how, how I view my 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 videos. It's kind of like, that's how a lot of them spawn is I'll be out doing something and I'm, I'll listen to the album and I'm like, oh, I, I got to make a video about this. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. I may have a playlist on Shuffle and I'm like, oh, these songs all have... Um, a thread through them that I didn't really realize I didn't really realize but subconsciously put them all on this playlist together I think that's kind of dope let me try to like yeah. write a video about that so that's kind of like where where it all comes from and yeah I think you know just obviously being tired you know stifles the creativity along with just not really feeling like doing it man I just haven't felt that creative so like I said I feel like if I was to even like sit down and try to do a video today, I feel like it probably take me a couple before I even uploaded it. Probably wouldn't even think that would be that good. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I, I definitely would have to like work through it a little bit. I got you, man. I got you. Um, um, in in the sense of it being therapeutic, how has that evolved? Um, I think I think for sure sometimes I I think that's partially why I stopped. Was because I think I put so much pressure on myself to yeah, do it. Yeah, 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Versus again, like just it's being in the flow anymore. and yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. When I'm like making myself like, oh, you okay on Tuesday, you got to have the script done. And by Wednesday, it's got to be voiced and it's got to be edited by the end of Thursday. Yeah, so yeah. Like that shit, I was like, bro, like, nah, man, like this shit, it's not cool, bro. This shit was supposed to be fun. Like, yeah. So that was partially like me doing it. And, and yeah, I do. I, I, I need to find the time to do it because I do have the time. Like I said, I like to play video games too, though. But that time could definitely go to. So, so I'm glad you brought that up. Um, you know, <laughs> you talked about gaming when when we sat down, and you know, mm-hmm. you you graduated, and you were like, "Man, Grand Theft Auto all day long, Grand Theft Auto oh, all yeah. day long." Yeah. Uh, you know what what have video games meant to you, man? As you, you know, as you grew up with these in in these different households, and you talked about how, again, like we talked about these different Brian's. Is was it almost like, hey, I can be this another Brian in as I play 2K or Madden or Grand Theft mm-hmm. or, or mm-hmm. whatever it is, you know? Is there is there any, like, foundation there? for? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you, you hit the nail right on the head, bro. That's exactly what it was. Oh, it was, nice. It, it, it was the escape. It was, it was funny. I don't know if I mentioned this in our previous uh, conversation, but that, that was funny. It was one of the things my mom used to always say, like, when I first started going to therapy and we started talking about some of these just – things that was going on in life. I remember mom would, would say like, yeah, you just go in the room and go play, go turn on the game. Mm-hmm. Like, you just go play it. Like you wouldn't really react. You just go turn on the game. And I'm looking back and I'm like, damn, that's what it was. It was, yeah. it was that escape. And you even look at the games I like to play. Like you say, yeah, it's, I'm going in there and I'm creating a Brian Grace. And in my head, yes. I'm that Brian Grace. I'm in the NBA right now <laughs> playing for this team. And yes. I just dropped 45 on whoever. Like, yeah, it was it was that it was it was a way to escape from just whatever. You know what I mean? I think that's why still even as an adult, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like it, you just in, enjoy that that time of just being able to just, you know, kind of sh- shut it, shut everything off, everything around you off and just. Uh, kind of enter this 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 new space and this new you know this new this new world. So in that way, it was it was very much it, it was an escape from just you know maybe whatever was difficult or mm-hmm. you know whatever. And just you know, and at the end of the day, it's fun. So yeah, you know, it was yeah. just you know just always enjoy video games. Yeah, no, I got you. Um, so shifting to um, your relationship now, right? Mm-hmm. So. You, uh, you and Steph have been dating. You've been dating for now two years. Almost, almost two years. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so, um, you know, you you also talked about when when we talked last time. You know, you talked about how you did have like these unhealthy relationships early on, mm-hmm. and then um, we had talked a little bit about about your relationship with Steph because that was kind of in its uh, early stages. I remember on the photo shoot when we did yours. She yeah. had a photo shoot the same day, yeah. right? And y'all yeah. were y'all were y'all were texting, and we actually have a photo of you when you were texting in yeah, the yeah. issue, and you, you know that that text. that smile across your face, yeah. man. Um, <laughs> but you know, you, but in that you also talked about how like in 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 the write up you also talked about like hey like I had to be transparent with her, mm-hmm. like I had no other choice. Yeah, you know how has that evolved over over this time that you guys have been together because. Um, you guys have made some big strides in in a short amount of time. Yeah. No. I mean, I think that that that's that's everything is this. Um. 
you know, it's being honest, it's being open, and it, it is tough too, right? Because I think that's what we're learning now. Living together is is how to do that. Yeah. Um, you know, picking picking and choosing the right times. You know what I mean? Right. That's what sometimes like right. I may be irritated about something, or she or she may know like, okay, let me not bring this up right now because yeah. it might be an issue. Or, but I think that's everything for us, man. And I think that that's um. Just like I said, one of the things that I always felt comfortable with her was always just that I could be open and I can be honest yeah. and I can just speak my mind, you know what I mean? Yeah. Say how I feel and, and not really feel any judgment for that. And it still, you know what I mean, still holds true today. Right. And I think that, you know, just as we as we have continued to learn how to communicate, yeah, learn how to express things to each other, you know what I mean? Not even bad stuff, just right. good stuff also, you know what I mean? Right. Learning how to praise the other person, learning... Or just the the foundations of communication. You know what I mean? That's what I always say. I feel like uh, just my communication is the, the most difficult thing for me. I don't yeah. know why. It just brings brings me so much anxiety and just am I saying it's the right way and then I want it to be delivered. I want it to be received a certain. I want it, you know what I mean? That's yeah. where it just comes to like I can't be in control of that and I got to just be me. You know what I mean? For sure. So For sure. That, that's been tough for me. But like I said, Steph has just kind of been the perfect partner for that because she is so um, just just open to, you know what I mean? I always say at the end of the day, like, we're on the same team and we're always working towards the same goal. So yeah. we're both just always open to, to you know, how to be better for the other person. So I think that mm-hmm. just that openness and always being receptive to each other as partners is it's just been amazing, man. And it's been one of the, the best things about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even even if we do get into an argument or something is one of the things I always tell myself is I always, I never feel like she's not willing to, to work with me on something or right. is not willing to, you know what I mean? To, to be open to me doing something or, you know right. what I mean? There's, there's always this, this uh, receptiveness to each other. So that, that, that's just been one of the best things. And it, it's helped me, like I said, it's helped me tell me grow. She's extremely patient. So that it's, it's been, you know, it, it it's been great, man. It's it's been a, a wild journey. Cause like I said, yeah. I never thought I was gonna be the, the single dude out, out for out of my friend group. You know, so mm-hmm. it's been it's been a it's been a, a a learning process, but um, it's also been beautiful at the same time to have that partner companion there with you. For sure, for sure. You know, so she, so Steph, you know, uh, mm-hmm. so she runs a, a podcast as well called Broke yes. Therapy, right? And yes. um, and and you guys have done some episodes where you're you're talking about your relationship right mm-hmm. how has that how has that been or has that been a way for you to not create like this other brian or these brians where it's like no nah, like we're talking about a relationship and this is it there is no putting on a mask would you say that that would you say there's any truth to that or, or? yeah well i mean I, I mean honestly bro like like steph is so open so it, it also like i said she creates this space for you to also feel like i don't have to be anybody yeah else. yeah you know I what i mean that. like like it's 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 just her she she's open and you know what i mean what you what you see is what you get man right. she's gonna let you know you know what i mean like there's almost a comfort so. there yeah, exactly. So so it's almost like, oh, I don't have to pretend I can be myself because you're being yourself. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like in those instances, it's, it's not even a thought. You know what I mean? I think that's one of the things that I just I love being around her because I don't have to think. You know what I mean? I don't have to be a certain type of way. I could just 
uh, just kind of be why I am the, the grumpy old man that I am. <laughs> <laughs> At my core, that's what I am. And Steph, Steph knows it. I think she's one of the few people that truly knows it because she's one of the few people that truly see it. But at my core, I'm a grumpy old man, for sure. I'm, I'm for sure looking outside with them, them fucking kids with their cars, man. They need to do, keep that shit down. Like, I'm, I'm for sure. I'm that I'm that dude in the <laughs> no, house, for sure. You know, what, you know what it reminded me of was when you were like, man, I'm not over here trying to go to fucking sleep. And this you're going to ask me about why haven't I said I love you? <laughs> I'm a grumpy old man at my core. I just, I'm a grumpy old man at my core, like for real. I just, I just never forgot that story about you, man. Yeah, you were just like, I am, man. Um, okay, well, let me wake back up now for you. Yeah, and that's what I say, man. And she's so patient. She's so patient because right. she just, she knows. I, because I know she'll make a certain look where she just, and it's the look of like, okay. You just said some slick shit to me, but I know you in the mood, so I'm gonna just I'm gonna just let you have it right now. But you know, just go and take a moment to get your shit together. Like she, she it's a certain certain face, and I'm just kind of like, okay, let me go, let me go fix my attitude. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go, for, I'm gonna go for a quick walk and cuss these kids out. All right, I'll exactly. Right. Some man, like just you know, let me get right for a second. I got you, I got you. Well, man, I I I'm gonna switch complete topics. As I told you, I wanted to hit. On your true love, yes. What what is this? You know, uh, that that that, that 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 you know, Steph still is fighting for, which is your mm. Golden State Warriors. Another Steph has it. <laughs> <laughs> and another Steph another has Steph it. has it. That's a great yeah. way to put it. <laughs> two, two two Steps have my hey, heart, man. man. Man, it's it's hard to buy for all this love. You know what I mean? Man. It's a good problem to man. have. Um, no, nah, man, it's it's you know you know what it is, man. I think it's just uh, you you talk about like just um journeys, man. What like it's it's been so crazy. Uh, to to kind of just see Steph Curry's progression, man. We we yeah. talk about you know we're talking about D Rose, bro. Yeah, Steph Curry could have easily been a D Rose, man. We remember, I remember I used to, you can ask my friends. I used to be like I used to call them glass ankles, like man, be out there with them glass ankles, man. You get hurt every year, like <laughs> my guy can't stay on the court, like oh, so. Man. You know what I mean? Oh, so for man. him to just kind of go from that to to literally like people arguing like you and Magic Johnson one and two. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like to go from that to that, it's just been like so crazy. And then it's another thing. I don't think people like, like people, I don't know if they realize it outside of the Bay area, but like the way that Curry, Draymond, Clay, like all of them, that core three, all three of them act like they from the Bay. The way they <laughs> love the Bay, the way they're in the community, yeah. the way that the, you know what I mean? Them dudes is like very much ingrained in Bay Area culture, just outside of basketball. Yeah. So I think that when they do win and when they are successful, I think that's why you kind of see the fans really are like, yeah, like, let's yeah. go. Yeah, like, we rock with I mean? y'all. Because this is also one of us, like, they represent for us, they hold us, they holding us down. So, yeah, man, it's, 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 it was exciting, man. And then just like, I hate Boston fans, bro. I ain't going to lie, man. <laughs> I, 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 I'm a lifelong New England New England Patriots hater, bro. Yeah, like, you and me both. That, that whole Patriots dynasty was built on a bad call, bro. Like, <laughs> I, I hate it, man. Like, I'll never forgive them for that. So just for me, 
Boston. I hate the Red Sox, bro. Like all of that. I just hate Boston teams. So it was, it was just really nice to to be able to 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 be not only beat the Celtics, but I was so happy they did it in Boston. I know like a lot of Warriors was like, no, I won't do it at home. I was like, no, they got to do it in Boston, man. The way them fans was going at them, they got to do it. That's why I love <laughs> I loved everything about game six, just the step. Like, you never see, you never see Curry. Like, Curry might do his little shimmy, but the way he was talking to the crowd, oh, pointing man. at the ring finger. Hey, he was straight the, talking the talk, trash. He was cold. It was cold. He was cold-blooded. It was cold. It was was, cold. You dude, saw the killer come out of my, him. So. My father-in-law was watching it with me, and mm-hmm. he was getting so frustrated that Curry wasn't driving it. And he was mm-hmm. like, he was like, drive the ball, drive the ball, drive the ball. Cause you know, he can get in. And he started yeah. getting in and started getting in and started getting in. And um, and you could tell his confidence just like whoop, just mm. going, you know? And um, yeah, it's fu- so it's funny you say that you were gonna you you wanted it to be in Boston because I was gonna ask you, like, you know, if you had if you had tickets to game seven, would you rather them lose in Boston and win in game seven? So you could watch it? I don't know, man. Like, like that, man. Game seven of the 2016 finals. Still haunts just, you, huh? Man. But not even that, just the, as a fan, just the anxiety. Yes. Like, yes. it's such a long day, bro. Like, you gotta, you wake up, and you wake up a little nervous because you'd be like, oh, man. Like, you, you, I'm not even playing, but I'm waking up nervous. You know what I'm saying? I'm so I invested. Up, you, know I mean? you, wake, you wake up a little nervous, and then you got to wait till, what, 5, 6 o'clock yeah. for the game yeah. to come on. Yeah. And then, so I just remember that, being so anxious and nervous that at that 2016 game seven, and to literally have the game go all the way down to, like, what, the last the wire, 20 seconds yeah, or so. two, three seconds. And, and just, man, just, you know, it was, is I remember just being so emotionally exhausted at the end of that as to where, even if they won game seven, I don't even know if I would want to go through that again. <laughs> like, that, that's just a lot. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah. That, that's just, that's just scary. And I but also just felt like it was, it was just kind of, you know, sweeter just to kind of be like, you know, okay, the Warriors had a shaky start, but then you saw, you kind of saw that dominance kick in and they just, you know, took three in a row. I remember when, uh, I think it was one of the analysts or whoever on ESPN. I don't really listen to them because they just be saying shit now. Yeah. They be saying shit to Same just say thing, shit. Over and over and over. Yeah. Again. But I remember they were like, oh, there's no way. There's no team that's going to win three in a row in this series and this and that. So I was just kind of like, okay. Because I could easily see either either team winning three in a row. Mm-hmm. Just kind of with the momentum shifting in the series. But yeah, man. Definitely, uh, you know, like I said earlier, off before we started recording, I'm gonna be out there uh, at the parade, looking forward to it. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's just, you know, it's it's dope because and it's also like I said, I'm just a big sports fan. It's it's just dope to be able to have at least one of my teams be a part of a dynasty. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, as a as a Raider, a Raider A's warrior, uh, Raiders and A's, I'm probably never gonna see no chips <laughs> from them. So. I'm just. I definitely got to take advantage of these Warrior championships that I get to enjoy, man. I feel you. Uh, I got one last question for you here. Is go for it, brother. Is that you know speaking on these Warriors, you had a lot of uh, you had a lot of the people say like, man, like they had these trash seasons for what three years, four, four, Mm. three. So I think it was. I think it was two years, twenty nineteen or three years to twenty nineteen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you you had a lot of people that were like, man, you know, like it gave these young cats time to develop, 
Exactly. You know, how much how much uh would you put how much weight do you put in like where like, you know, Gary Payton comes off and then Poole comes off and it's like, man, they got fresh 22-year-old legs or whatever and like they just yeah. running and gunning like uh like, Well, I, I I highly doubt Jordan Poole is the player he is today without going through that. 100%. You know what I mean? Cuz that's he was he was the offense. It was him and Draymond right. were kind of like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Dude, they were the, the the ones doing that when Steph was out hurt. <clears throat> Excuse me. But not only that, the that I think that's where the league is really going to get mad cuz they cuz the Warriors were bad for those seasons. So then they got all these high draft picks, right? Yeah. So now you got a Moses Moody, you got a Jonathan Kaminga. Yeah. You got these dudes who are who are rookies that even this year in their rookie season have really shown some like flashes of like Some oh birth, like sure. you're special yeah. like okay so it's almost like the perfect situation of you know and I, and that's just a lot of the the local bay area media media has just kind of been talking about of just like man it the 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 way that that warriors front office has kind of worked themselves 100%. into a position of like okay you still got Steph who maybe is not in his prime but he's still carrying the team. Mm-hmm. You still got Draymond, who's putting up close to a triple double in a closeout game of the finals. Yeah. Clay Thompson, who is who is you know really the dude hasn't played basketball in two years. He bore he he blew out both of his knees. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he was playing high high energy defense, high level defense yeah. in it in the finals. His shot is gonna be there. He's gonna be fine. He's one of the best shooters in the world. It's kind of like okay, you kind of have that core. That yeah, maybe for the next two or three years can contend for titles, and then what? After that two or three years, you gonna have Poole, yeah. Kaminga, Moody. You gonna have the next three. Some, yeah, you got ready to go. Roll. <laughs> they didn't they didn't learn from they didn't learn from the other three, and they're ready to go. So it's, it's definitely an exciting time to. I mean, obviously, it's hard to think about the Warriors without uh, Steph, Clay, and Draymond. Right. But you know, it's exciting to see the young guys and. And just and build it up. And it and it. I was listening to the local radio station yesterday. I feel like they hit the nail on the head. I think that that's one of the one of the reasons why Warrior fans are able to kind of be so invested and have a certain type of energy is because we've seen these guys get drafted. We've seen them go through their downs. We've seen them go through the ups, and we've seen them progress into these Hall of Flame Hall of Fame players. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's like you don't get to see, like how many franchises get that. You yeah. don't really get that. That it's rare. It's very yeah. rare in sports. So I like I said, I just feel lucky to be able to kind of watch it, man. I was texting a buddy of mine where we were just kind of saying that like you don't think people understand what it's like, like being able to watch LeBron James, Steph Curry, mm-hmm. like to be able to watch these dudes play basketball right now right. because you like. It doesn't happen. We've been very spoiled. I feel like we've been very spoiled yeah. just and yeah, you. you know, to be able to go from Jordan to Kobe to LeBron, you know what I mean? And to have all these other superstars. But after LeBron, like who like who is there? You know what I mean? Right. So it's it's you gotta understand that we have been very privileged to kinda have these these, you know, these supreme talents and um yeah, man, it's just it's it's been fun, man. I've I've it it was such a fun season to watch because I I just people really doubted the Warriors early on and then the doubt just kind of turned into hate because it was kind of <laughs> yeah. like damn they might do it so I'm about to just hate on them yeah. but yeah it was it's it dope because it was definitely you know as a Warrior fan you always thought well if if Clay come back and if Clay I always said it if Clay was sixty percent Clay the league is in trouble that's still enough so, and that's pretty much what happened yeah. so. You know, and then nobody expected Jordan Poole to be Jordan Poole, no, what he was this year. No. So, 
that, that halftime that three, like, I was like, oh, they got this locked. Yeah, I, I just remember earlier in the season, and they were just kind of like, before Clay even came back, and Jordan Poole was just unreal, was kind of like, yo, I remember, you know, people was talking about, oh, do you just bring Clay off the bench when he come back? Like, <laughs> Jordan Poole was playing that good. So it was, you know, but that yeah. that was just kind of like, that's all house money, man. Jordan Poole was in the G League yeah. last year, bro. Like, yeah. he had got sent to the G League for because he wasn't, wasn't playing well, so. Right. It's just dope to kind of see see the evolution of of all the players. It um, I was listening to Dan Patrick and he was talking about how like you could tell like experience trump the the Celtics. Like yeah, the Celtics sure. are very talented. There's no I don't I don't think you would deny that, right? No, not at all. Um, but but you could tell the Warriors had that experience and and Steve Kerr had that experience and he, he was just like okay like. This is where that piece comes in, and it—I mean, it, it showed. Like as I thought about that more and more, it showed. What do you think? Definitely. Oh, for sure, because I think even like I think the big part of that showed with the officiating. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I think we can all kind of agree, man. I feel like the whole playoffs just really just trash. Were were poorly officiated yeah. uh, across the board, man. So, but I think even in that. Right of just I, I remember uh I think it was in was it games I think it was game six actually the closeout game where it was early in the game where uh, you could see you could read Steve Kerr's lip, lips like talking to the players and he was like hey we not flopping today yeah we not we're not playing the referee games we're not yeah. doing that we got a job to do this is not we're we're taking all of that off the table and that's really you know what I mean that's really what it is and I think it's just you know I think when you're when you're a team that plays hard nosed aggressive defense like Boston. And then you get a game where officials is gonna call the touch foul, you know what I mean? You can't. You just kind of gotta. You gotta adjust. You gotta adapt. Yeah. And, and learning. I think a lot of times I feel like that. Even I feel like it was even the coach. A lot of the times really was got caught up in the officiating yes. and talking to the refs versus just yes. being like, "Hey, man, you got number thirty on the on the court right now. You <laughs> might want to. You might want to focus on him." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's 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 draw so, a game plan around that. So yeah, so so yeah, I definitely think the experience played a played a huge role in it. But you know, I think you know we'll we'll see what happens, man. That Boston got a lot of like mm-hmm. like dogs on that team yeah. and a, a lot of good pieces. Um, yeah, people are saying like if they add this or add that, I don't know. I think I think Boston just as much as the Warriors can be back next year. I think Boston could be right there too. I do think the East would be a lot tougher next year for though. Sure. But, for sure. Um, yeah, so it's 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 funny how it it's just exciting, man. it is. It's very exciting, and it's funny how it comes down to a health game. Oh, always, man. That's that's, right. and I think that's right. That's that was one of the conversations that that the Warriors have kind of been having because people, I feel like, I feel like also that was one of the things why it felt so sweet was because people always found a way to diminish those those other titles. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Of just like, oh, well, Kyrie was out, yeah. and then you faced a healthy Cavs team, and you lost in seven, and then you had to get KD, and then, yeah. of course, you gentlemen sweep. So it was kind of like, now it was kind of like, okay, so then we lost the finals, and of course, you know what I mean? I don't take nothing away from Toronto, but of course, I think that, yeah, if if Clay Thompson, I, I think even if Clay Thompson finishes game six, I think that series is going seven, and then right. who knows what happens, but... You know, what I mean, obviously, if the Warriors have KD and Clay healthy, you know, we getting Toronto out of here easy. That yeah. that shit might have been four or five games, but so to, to go through that and then go through all the injuries and then to get back to kind of be like, nah, y'all was y'all said it was the injuries. Y'all said we made it because of this, because of that. It was like, well, we went through it ourselves. Yes, and we yeah. here now. We here, yeah, with just the three core, not yeah. no superstar, nobody else. So 
I think that was one of the things I think, and they think that's one of the reasons why Warrior fans is really like the Warriors just being really petty right now. They're really be they being the players, the guys are being real petty on social media and in their interviews right now. But I think that's why because yeah. it's kind of like people people talk so much shit and then always said that they couldn't do this, yeah. couldn't do that, and then they kind of just come out and they're like. Yeah, now what? And I think that's one of the things I love about them, too, is because they're so petty, but they're also, like, humble, right? Yeah. They're like, yo, I'm not going to say nothing, but when I win, you're not going to be you, able to... You, you ain't shutting me up. Clay's, you're going to have to deal oh with me. Oh, my gosh. Like, like, Clay's post-game when he was like, man, I, that, that dude was talking about, oh, yeah, this and that the, from the Grizzlies. He said, hold that L. I was like, damn. Yeah, he said, hold that. Then at the end is what got me. And he said, freaking bum. Yeah. That's the part that got me. I was like, I was like oh, shit. I was like, you haven't even been here. We've been here. Like like like, I was like, oh. Yeah, and then it was even like Steph Curry referencing the, uh, the I don't know if you've seen the picture where it was like everybody on ESPN when they, how many how many titles will Steph Curry win and everybody hold up the zero to their eye and Curry kind of doing the same thing afterward. You know what I mean? So it's, I love it, man. It's it had it's, me rolling, it's great. man. And and yeah. and the thing that I didn't, uh, again, I, it's, I forgot who it was, but one of them, one of the commentators, not commentators, but the the radio shows or whatever was like, mm-hmm. man, it sucks how Curry is being being told like, oh well, you still don't have a Finals MVP. We still don't have a Finals yeah. MVP, and it's like, what the f- what? And he even yeah. said it yeah, but, in the post. But but also, but I just love that where he's like, okay, I don't have a Finals MVP. Let me literally carry this team yes. to the finish line. Here we go. Me 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 and Andrew Wiggins, we gonna hey, we got this. Let's. That go. was another piece. Where I was like, it was them too. Wiggins? It was them too. The whole way, killing like it. killing it. Yeah. And that. But I, I've well, I've been man, I've been big on Andrew Wiggins because I feel like Andrew Wiggins had a really good season last year. Yeah. And you could kind of see, and that's I think as I think Warrior fans really turned the corner on him last year yeah. because he had a solid season, and it was kind of like, oh wait. If you do that with Clay and Steph and everybody else on the floor, we're gonna that's be all right. right. And that's exactly what he did in the finals. That's yeah, it's exactly what he needed. did in the finals. Yeah. So. Yep. Nah, man. And I'm happy for him too to kind of go from bust to being a a key role in the reason why I the team you, wins the final. I mean, when they, you know what I mean, that's yeah. When they uh, when when he got traded, you know, and they they had the Will Smith like face over him, like they don't want me, man. I was like, ooh. And yeah, now to man. see him here, good for him, man. That's yeah, yeah, I love it. But hey, man, thanks for again for doing this. We we went almost another hour and thirty. So oh man, sorry. No, yeah, I'm I, a rambler, right. man. I'm, I'm I, a talker. I'm I'm a rambler. So it's no, it's fine for me, man. I I, I love our conversations, and um, I, I can't wait to do do a, do another one. And I'll check in with you next year around this time, and we'll just keep this rolling. So uh, yes, sir, let's do it. I man, I I, I appreciate it again, sir, and I I, I thank you for your time, man. No problem, man. Anytime, brother. For sure. All right. Thanks, sir. Peace.